I love where we are right now. We're in a new time. Technology is kicking. There's all kind of new innovations, new opportunities. Our brother is the owner of Turn One Sim Racing. If you guys have not heard of it, it is taking the, it's a, it's a new industry. It's taking the world by storm. They've now allowed it into the Olympics. You got youth making over six figures. Our brother is here. Our brother Rashid is here to share with us today to let us know about his business, about this industry, and let us know how people could get involved today on the Empower Hour. Welcome to the Empower Hour. We bring empower to the people because the people have the power. This squad's going to entertain, enlighten, and empower y'all. I'm Queen Kaya joined by Pharaoh Hammond Freeman and Gina the Great. But before we do anything else, like always, we're going to bless this show and our kings and queens listening. Blessed, melanated, rising, my beautiful people. I am so grateful to life. I'm grateful to God, our creator, and I'm grateful to our ancestors for creating yet another opportunity for us to be able to get together and for this, uh, for us to be able to just bless our listeners. And as to today's show, let it be uplifting. Let it be entertaining. Most importantly, let it be empowering for each and every one of uh, our listeners out there. And I'm sending out that spirit of love, light, unity, strength, great health, and peace. Hotep, amen, and ashe. Aibobo. What I do, what I do, what I do. Why do you apologize every time you say I evil? Uh I apologize? I didn't I didn't. Oh, I thought I, you said sorry. <laughs> oh no, nah, I didn't say sorry. Yo, I bobo is no apologies there. Shoot. Oh. <laughs> uh, I think I actually just got a, I went to go into my doctor the other day and um she told me that she was gonna get me like a secondary opinion and she said I'm gonna get uh, Dr. Aibobo to look at you and I went <laughs> <laughs> yes let us have Dr. Aibobo that's who I want that's, Send them. that's yes. the one who me. I should have known that one this whole time what was I doing that's, that's what it do he's coming with the energy when you he got when the that's... magic name what are you yes. talking about yes 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 that's, that's... what I do I'm going to use this as a segue as we get ready to go into parlor with the people with our brother Rashid from Sim One Racing. Yo, this this whole industry is uh, it's popping. I'm hearing that there's youth making like six figures driving virtual, doing virtual car racing. Yo, and I think if like yo, if if, if you're a parent and you're listening and you know that your child is always behind uh, a video game, this might be something for them. Stay tuned. As we are taking a quick little break, and we'll be back with Parlay with the People. 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 Parlay with the People, y'all. Yes, beautiful people, we are back. So, like I had mentioned at the top of the show, it is a new day. It is technology is coming. Technology is creating all kind of different, different opportunities for us. And we are very blessed to have our brother Andre Robinson, the owner of Turn One Sim Racing. He's here to bless us, to share about a bit about himself, his background. And it's an awesome company that he's launched to bless the community. Grand Rising King, thank you for being with us today. Greetings, 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 Pharaoh. Greetings, brother Pharaoh. Blessings and thank you for having me. And Greetings to the viewers and listeners all Love. over. 
Greetings. Yes, I. That's love. That's love. That's love. So, like I like to do on, on the Empower Hour. So, before we even dive into the business, I like to take a moment to 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 deep dive a little bit, just to to talk a little bit of background. Now, you and I we, we chat a little bit off air, so so you, you we know you have an extensive background. But I, <laughs> I you know, but I, I do I do want the listeners to get an idea, you know, a little bit of about you before the business itself. So, if you could just take a moment, just to just to bless us a little bit about about who you are and and and, and your and your upbringings. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we all have to start somewhere. Uh, I was born in Georgetown, Guyana. Mm-hmm. Um, did most of my schooling there, although I did some schooling in some other countries because my father was a building contractor, so he traveled quite extensively. So I started traveling at a very young age because of him. Mm-hmm. Um, because of well, getting the opportunity from him, mm-hmm. but as I tell a little bit more about myself, you will see why that interest came and why it is that I was the only one out of four siblings that was traveling all this much. Mm. Um, but yeah, I did most of my school in there um, in the Caribbean. It this the system is a bit different, so there's primary and then there's secondary school, mm-hmm. um, which is equivalent to high school here in North America. Okay. Uh, so graduated high school and. Started my professional career immediately after. <laughs> nice. <laughs> a matter of fact, a matter of fact, it might sound it might sound um, strange to people in North America, but I was working during my school days, like working professionally during my school days, and I chose to do so. Uh, like I mentioned before, my father was a building contractor, and rather than have holidays like the rest of the kids. Um, I would usually go on his job sites and help out, you know, um, learn, you know. Um, since from since from that tender age, I would prefer to have conversations with people older than myself. Mm. Um, so, you know, being around the job sites, being around the his workers and stuff like that, um, meaning, meaningful conversations were had. You know, and, and and they and they say it's 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 not even about the age. Eh? You, like you could just be an old soul. So you you just you know you come. <laughs> <out>. <laughs> I you know, funny enough, you referenced that. I I um in many conversations, I do feel many years older than I actually am. Mm. Um, and I think it's because of you know those references where it is that I I would have had and I paid honestly paid keen attention to what the elders would have said. And those mm-hmm. meaningful conversation from people older than myself yeah. since then. But yeah, started working professionally right out of school as a computer programmer and technician. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And in those days, computers were a novelty. It was just becoming popular. Um, I remember as a teenager, because I was still a teenager when I graduated. I was the youngest graduating child in my class. Nice. Um, yeah. <laughs> So for, I skipped a few, you know, I skipped a few moons, but I came on this planet with a few talents of my own. Um, the need for speed, which is probably the main aspect of, you know, this conversation leading to the business and everything. Mm-hmm. The need for speed is probably one of those talents that I came on this planet with. Mm-hmm. Um, I could remember the very, very first time I tried an RC car, a radio control car. Okay. I operated it as if I knew what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, the very first time I rode a bicycle, I 
operated it as if I rode before. Same thing with a motorcycle. Same thing with a real car. Okay. Um, so that need for speed was always there. Actually, mm -hmm. during my childhood days, my utmost, the only thing I ever wanted to do was become a pilot. Mm. That was the only thing I wanted to do. My dreams were shattered when I graduated high school and actually went to the pilot school and heard how much it cost. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> yep. My dreams were shattered at that moment. It took, oh, me a few, I, it took me a few months to gather myself again because that was the only thing I ever wanted to do. Oh, man. I, no, and you know what? And and it's it's almost sad to hear that because it's like it's <laughs> it's like you know the, these opportunities like there's we have a lot of talent in the community and and you're not the only person that had to forego their passion or their talent because the means just wasn't there. You know what exactly. I mean? So anyway, brother, like I'm glad it's a new day and, and things are coming together where I, even as a community, we can help some of these youth who might want to, you know, pursue pilot school. We could come together, rally, put some change together to make it happen. But yeah, yes, you I, know, mm -hmm. um, I think you should write that one down because I think my closing words are going to be um, something along that line to that reference. Okay. No um, problem. That need for speed was always there. Um, and they, interest in technology and for some strange reason the knowledge of technology was always there it's something that i came here with <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know um and funny enough there are and as 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 the generations go on you will find individuals as such mm -hmm. that certain things they just click to you don't have to teach it you know you don't have to teach them it they just click to it immediately yeah so i came with a few of those talents mm -hmm. <laughs> um the need for speed and technology being a few of those right. um so i started my professional career right out of high school after not being able to become a pilot um started as a computer programmer and a technician mm -hmm. um that was extensive and i think as much as as much as i loved and i still love technology being at that tender age, I think I wasn't mentally ready for that job. Mm. Um, if the community, if anyone in the community knows what a computer programmer does, someone who writes computer languages, mm -hmm. it is tedious and stressful. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I, I after a few years, I realized that I, I wasn't ready for you know that. that level of intense yeah you know yeah right in that space of time though funny enough there were a few things that happened i found my natural another natural talent that i came with mm -hmm. which was art and more so digital art mm. i've been a graphic designer as long as i can remember okay and i mean as long as i can remember that i'm utmost sure that they ones listening to this who know of graphic designs program out there more than likely know photoshop right of course you probably know photoshop right <laughs> of course yes so i've been a graphic designer longer than photoshop has been around wow. <laughs> yeah okay yeah. okay yeah. all right good, I good context using, okay i started using a program called corel draw okay which wow. which is mo so there so when you're Speaking of graphics, you're speaking of two types of images. They're vector images, mm -hmm. which are shapes, mm -hmm. 
that is main those type of files are mainly using like the sign industry okay and then they're raster graphics which okay. are the regular images okay so coral draw is more a vector based program and photoshop is more a raster based Got it. program but i started designing or okay. doing what was seen to be what is no called graphic designing mm -hmm. since before Photoshop was was around. You see, and now and as you're breaking it out, and and I could see how how all the pieces come to, are coming together. So you have the need to speed for speed. You have the tech, the 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 tech knowledge and the tech background, and you have the artistic ability. Right. So <laughs> putting the pieces together as we come along. That's basically that's right. Where we're at. Okay. So in that space of time of being a computer programmer is where I found that love or or that. Or realized that I had that talent for art, mm -hmm. for graphic art. Mm -hmm. So that career started, and that career or or that skill led me to a group that was in charge of entertainment in Guyana. Okay. At the time, mm -hmm. that was given the opportunities to be around guys that were. 10, 15, 20 years older than myself. Right. I was the youngest in the group again mm -hmm. to be able to mold a country's entertainment future. Mm. Yeah. And I, I, I specifically phrased it that way because there were many through that journey. We were in charge of the major productions in Guyana, major concerts. And there are many events that are left today that are still hosted today that we created. Nice. Get, so can, can you give me one for an example? Just a... um, there is an event in Guyana called Main Street Line. Okay. And if I can remember correctly, I don't want to toot my own horn because mm -hmm. these ideas came up in a group. But if I can remember correctly, I think I named that one. Right. And but you're there. So regardless, yeah. And... Yeah, 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 yeah. And that event is if I'm correct, it was being it was still being held not by us. The government had taken it over uh, from us. It had gotten that big that the government had taken it over and made it a cut part of the tourism. Wow, tourism calendar. Okay, yeah. So we help you know mold the country's mm -hmm. entertainment future. That's that's exactly what we did. And another element that we used, we were. The group that I'm talking about, we were the ones to help pioneer TV in Guyana. <laughs> okay. We had one. We had one of the very first live, and this is in the this is early '90s. Okay. When, even when TV was a novelty, even when you know only a certain yep elite elite you know mm -hmm. had access to TVs. Yeah. We had one of the first live calling video programs see it okay so now, so, now and, mm -hmm. so 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 something like uh something like uh what is um winfred's show call on stage right mm -hmm. let's just say something okay. like on stage with a live calling segment where it is mm -hmm. that you could call hey big up pharaoh right pharaoh that lives in montreal you know big up pharaoh boom dunk Live, live calling while it is that we showed videos, we showed interviews, we had live interviews. A matter of fact, because of the both both being involved in the production of the shows and having the TV show, mm -hmm. every single entertainment that would come to Ghana 
have to come on our show. Of course. <laughs> so, of course. So, which led, which led to the other aspect of my being and where it is that we're going to end up today? Mm-hmm. Sales and marketing. Right. Okay. Having the TV show, you naturally will get approached to advertise somebody else's product. Of course. Naturally. Yep. Naturally. So that happened and sales and, and the sales and marketing career started there. You see, and I'm I'm glad I'm glad you gave us that context and gave us that background because again, like what you what you're what you've created and what you're bringing, it's it's first of all, and from just the conversations we've had, it, it, it's more than just a job for you, and it's more than just a business. It's something that there's a passion in it. There's a a, a and 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 um, anyways, the, the listeners are gonna hear it. So let's transition now. Let's dive it. Let's get into the business. So yep. now, so we've been alluding to it. So we're talking sim one car racing so now turn one, turn turn one, one sorry turn Thank one you. turn one and Thank turn you. any race fan will know turn one at any racetrack in any given race is the hottest piece of action you'll ever get okay turn one is where all the action is so yeah turn okay. one <laughs> Good. now so now if you could take a moment to educate our listeners for it because i know when 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 you and i had connected i, I was it was brand new information that you're telling me so for those who might not know what is what is sim racing sim racing is short for simulation racing okay and what simulation racing does or aims to do and actually do, actually do it pretty pretty good mm-hmm. <laughs> pretty good mm-hmm. what it does is blur the lines between what is actually real what is virtual Mm. so no like everything else like me me coming from so many moons back in the story that i just gave you Mm -hmm. um everything had to start somewhere right back in the days computer games or games as such you know they they started off what we call eight bit Mm -hmm. so that you know uh, that is when uh, probably only the the Track move or the car move, maybe. I was gonna say, is that Atari days? Is that Atari yeah. when you're kind of? Yeah, just just before Atari, just okay. before Atari. Okay, got it. So we had to start somewhere. Yeah. Now the information that we get today, or what it, or what we know as sim racing today, mm-hmm. is so close or so real that it is being used as a training tool. The Wait. same, the same titles, and now okay. you're gonna hear my references and my language change. Okay. You will never hear me call what I use, what the software that I use or the software that SimRazors use mm-hmm. again. It's okay. not a game. Okay. We stop. We stop gaming when it is that you had to spend more than what you paid for your console. <laughs> right. Facts. Yes. Well, Seriously. that's a good explanation there. Yeah. Yeah. You stop gaming the moment it is that you have to spend more than what your console and your and your controller cost. The yeah. moment you have to spend more than that for a different piece of equipment, you stop gaming. Yeah. But apart from that, mm-hmm. the technology and effort that is put into both the hardware and software these days, it is to blur the lines of what is real mm-hmm. and what is virtual. Jeez. Let's take a quick positive cause just to shout out our homegirls, Kemba and Andrea from Keen Real Estate Group. 
whenever you're thinking real estate, whenever you're thinking investments, whenever you're thinking about planning for the long term, think Keen Real Estate Group. They're generating wealth for generations. KeenGroup.ca. If your goal is to purchase a car and to make the process as simple as possible, just get a car broker, guys. You just get a car broker. Big shout out to our homeboy, Hamsdale Jacques, the owner of HJCoutierAuto.com. That's H-J-C-O-U-R-T-I-E-R-A-U-T-O.com. If you're a small to medium-sized business and you're getting started and you're ready to go to the next level, what do you need? You need a phone line and you need a website. Think Mainstream Digicom. They got all your telecommunication needs checked. MainstreamDigicom.com. You're trying to get out on the web. You're trying to understand how to navigate through ads. Check out Java Logics for all your marketing, your digital marketing. Where would we be without Preston? I don't even know. Check out Java Logics. I give thanks to Preston for what he's done for the OFC. The amount of positive reviews we've gotten from all his referrals, we're proud to stand behind his work. Check out javalogics.com. No, it's not just because he's my brother. It's because you can't talk hip-hop in Montreal without saying M-City Solo. Guys, check out his latest project, In My Feels, available on mcitysolo.com. If it's not one of the, the hardest new EPs to hit Montreal, come and let me know. You already know. It's your boy, Farrell, big enough, mcitysolo.com. Keeping the culture alive. I gotta give thanks to West Can Folk Performing Company. For the last 40 years plus, they've been promoting our culture through song, drum, and dance. Educating youth, the children, the seniors. Just check them out. WestCanFolk.com Girl, what are you cooking? My curry chicken. Ooh, you're burning it. Oh gosh, it looks so... <laughs> It's okay, girl. You need the Curry House. They have the best Caribbean food in town. Two locations in Montreal, West Island and Cotonej. For more information, follow Caribbean Curry House MTL. Don't forget to mention the Empower Hour for your 10% discount. So, who placed in the order? Me. <laughs> DeVito, WizKid, Burner Boy. Those are just some of the big names that's blessed Montreal thanks to Afrobeats Montreal. Definitely check out Afrobeats MTL for all concerts, show listings, everything that has to do with Afrobeats in the city. Check out Afrobeats MTL. One full circle. We are the Melanin Community Resource Hub and Network. What does that mean? We're here for each other. No. There are many different titles out there. There, there are entry-level titles and there are advanced titles. Okay. The advanced titles are so advanced that there are specific titles that mimic specific things. Like, like my sim of choice. My sim of choice is a Seta Corsa Competizione, or ACC. Okay. ACC mimics or recreates four tournaments that happens real life. So on any given season, the information that the real drivers experience and feel, mm -hmm. we experience the same thing. Jeez. Why? Why? Mm -hmm. The manufacturers of the race cars 
send their data to the developers of the titles. So they, it is programmed into the titles. So we are feeling the exact same feel that the drivers in real life feel. It goes both ways as well. Because mm. there are sim racers that have gotten to such a high level that the manufacturers would send them the data, mm -hmm. they test the data, and send it back to the manufacturers. So okay. it's a two-way street. Yep. Is so, so this is where I'm going with this. Mm -hmm. So the same sim racers that I'm talking about that will send, send the data back are people now who you just heard what they are or mm -hmm. what they were, mm -hmm. sim racers, Right. Who are now working in real life scenarios? I can tell you of people who are who started out gaming, as you would say, <laughs> that are now real life drivers, that are now real life mechanics, that are now real life engineers. Just off the training that they got through the platform. Just off the training that they got from the titles that we use. Jeez. Yes, sir. Wow. Simulation, simulation is an official sport in other parts of the world. Sim racing is was added to the last Olympics. It is in the next Olympics as well. So wait, is this so it's just Canada just to catch up because it's, it's, it's just, so it's just it's, and, and for what you're saying, it's just a matter of time then because it's like it we know Canada's slow to move. It could be the coal, it could be the ice, I don't know. <laughs> but <laughs> um, no, I'm really hoping that this 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 broadcast and this information gets out to the right ears. Okay. We've already started started our conversation because as you meant as you rightfully mentioned earlier there were a few things that happened to us we had a recent grand opening launch mm -hmm. and our mpp of guelph mm -hmm. was here uh was there in attendance okay. he's a car enthusiast himself nice it just so happens that his office is not the one responsible to taking it to the government but okay. we've already we've already put forward a document to him nice in, to help to help point us in the right direction to lobby the government to have Canada recognize sim racing as a national sport. Yes. Every country in Europe has a national sim racing team that competes on the highest level you could think of. Wow. Canada, Canada needs to catch up. That's it. Brother Pharaoh, apart from the real world career fields that you could have, there mm -hmm. are immediate prizes big money prizes i'm telling you mm -hmm. i just witnessed three guys who are probably the best in races in the world win 120 000 euros from one race what <laughs> man hold on yes sir. i did not expect you to say that hold on <laughs> yes sir yo i i'm sure people listening right now said well, hold on you made people sit up they're like well, hold on he <laughs> <laughs> said yes, 120 000 euros it was a 24-hour race, mind you. It was a 24-hour race. But, I yes. mean, what else that, are you doing in 24 hours? Thank you. <laughs> For that kind of payday, it's well worth it. It's well worth the effort. Yes. Yeah. You know, so apart from the real-world careers that you could, you know, gain, mm -hmm. there are prizes out there to be won. But those prizes, obviously, are on the highest level. Course, and that's yeah. what we're trying to get the right ear to listen in Canada for us that's... to get get to that level you know and we, and we have talent here we have skills oh, just... we do have talent bro we have <laughs> we have tons of talent um from the from from the moment we let the cat out of the bag mm -hmm. about this idea mm -hmm. it was remarkable the responses that we got from social media mm -hmm. people start sending us photographs of 
of their setup that they have home, you know, like this is what I have. I can't wait to come try yours. And you know, and and so and from the from from the moment it is that we open doors, the customers that have uh, come through are majority people who have already been sim racing. And I could tell you it's a great bunch of guys and they're talented. We have tons of talent here. Tons. So again, I want our listeners to really grasp what we're talking about right now because again this is it's 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 uh, what's the word i'm looking for because it's so it's pioneering to next like it, it's it's an industry that exists it's just not tapped into properly here so you are leading the way and opening the way and creating opportunities for people that might not even know like if that like like really what's happening right now so it's like i just i just wanted to you know put, put a little focus on that so, so the listeners could really grasp what we're talking about right now this is an industry that exists in other parts of the world you're opening it up for hearing for us here in Canada and creating this space for us to be for, for other people who who won, who might be sim racing at home, who might not be aware that you're in the process of opening this up. And it's like if you telling telling a person like me about something like this, if it's a matter of we need to mobilize, create a petition, we need to get people to sign a letter. If it's if it's we need to start reaching out to sim races across Canada and say, I guys, think we're gonna have to. This is what yeah. this is what we have to do. Because yeah. yo, Queen Kaya, you came in right here on time, Queen, because we are talking the talk. <laughs> I love that. You know, you know that's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me about the sim racing because I heard that it's all the rave right now. Yo, yeah, greetings, session. Greetings, greetings. Yes. Greetings. So, so wait, where hold y'all at? at with it? I got. I got to tell. I got to tell you where where we're just at because it's like. So just giving a quick recap again. So for those who are listening, who are those who might just be now tuning in, we are here with our brother Andre Robinson. He is the owner. Is it owner or co-owner? A co-owner. There are three of us. Okay. He's one of the co-owners. Turn one sim racing. Kaya, just so you know, sim uh-huh. one, sim racing is something that is all over the world, uh-huh. except now it's it's just Canada hasn't properly tapped in yet. Uh-huh. So our brother here is now opening up the opportunities for people who who are sim racers. So now and again, like I and I'm gonna do my part in just recapping what is sim racing. So it's and it's not gaming, okay? I, that, now that we have this understanding, it ain't gaming. It's next level. It's vir- you're in a virtual space. Now I had a, a couple of cool questions, but it's a, it's virtual racing. Yep, yep. But it's done on a level where it's the experience is like you might as well be on a racetrack for real. To the yeah. point where when you get to a professional top tier level, you have people like the, our brother was just mentioning the the winner of the last top tier race came out with 120,000 euros. Exactly. What? Exactly. I knew you were going to respond like that. From in the house? From in their own house? <laughs> yeah, from in their own house. From in their own house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's me, right? Okay, so... So let me give you uh, let me give you some of the numbers and don't necessarily well I mean I know this is being recorded and everything mm-hmm. but don't don't quote me to the cent on these numbers okay. it's in a ballpark figure no problem but this is where the industry was at in 2019 just before the pandemic hit the industry was worth about 14 and a half billion mm-hmm. hold on in <laughs> 2019, mm-hmm. just after the, well, during the pandemic, it was taken again two and a half years after. It mm-hmm. was worth 34 
billion. Now, this is one of the this is one of the industries that the pandemic did good to. Of course. Right? Everyone was home, everyone was sim racing. Mm-hmm. When you have a chance, there, there, there are thousands of streamers, thousands of streamers that popped up. The majority of them are on the Twitch TV platform. Mm-hmm. And you will see for yourselves in their bios that many of them, two-thirds of them, started sim racing in 2020. Right. With the pandemic. Through the pandemic. Yep. So the industry boomed. Whoa. That being said, that being said, this idea was had before the pandemic, and then the pandemic happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then those data only proved us right. Exactly. It only proved that there is a need for a space and something of this nature. Yeah. That's oh. all it did. That's all it did. So so my 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 call out to to our community first of all so if you you have a young son or daughter at home that has a passion and and you know and they, they could start as just gamers they might just be gamers and they have a passion they they are behind the video games or whatever be the case i implore you guys please reach out to our brother um reach out to turn one because the, you 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 could be creating an opportunity for your child where it could be a career um, because even and and the thing I, I I even have to say when you mentioned the fact that you have people who are now in real careers as mechanics as <laughs> yes, like sir. like just off of the 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 platforms and the simulations that they're working on it gave me goosebumps because yes, it, it's something where it cr- anything that creates opportunity for me I, like like because my I, everybody knows my heart is for the youth my 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 everything I I build is to create opportunity for our future generation. Right. So to know that they could come in and, and, and be in a virtual space and then leave from there and actually get a career, come out with some kind of experience where it's like, guys, we have to stand behind these kind of initiatives like this. I love is- this. You know, it's like you said the children can take the, take it, can, can go and participate in this. So for me, I'm like, you know, your little broke best friend don't got to be a little broke best friend. They could be a little rich best friend, you know, and. Um, the possibilities for this are endless because I could see this going a whole lot further. Actually, I, I, you know, I know how to capitalize on those types of things. You know, <laughs> that's, you know, that's why God didn't give me kids because I would have little two-year-olds doing sim racing. Like, come on, pack the corner. No, so, so, so let me add to the excitement. Yes. I mean, and not necessarily excitement, but passing the information on. Mm-hmm. Now, because it's a real sport. Mm-hmm. Like anything, like any other sport, you obviously you obviously have to invest a lot of time yep. and practice. Yeah, this sport, motorsport in general, is expensive. Right. Yes. If you if you take into consideration what it costs a race team per race weekend, mm. let me give you let me give you an idea. Mm-hmm. Transportation of the race car from wherever it is to the racetrack. Fuel, specific fuel for the race car. Different sets of tires for the race car. You have to pay a crew for the race car. Mm. And the list could go on and on and on and on and on. Yes. Now, imagine, just imagine, just imagine going out in the racetrack, first practice. First practice, you head out in the racetrack, run two, three corners, boom, you crashed. Big crash. Mm -hmm. That's the end of your weekend, right? 
Okay. Or unless it is that your team has expendable funds. That's it. To get more parts in quick enough to put your car back together. That's the end of your weekend. Yeah. Now in sim racing, oh, 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 okay, before I move on, in that big crash, you might be seriously hurt. That's because true this too. Sport, because this sport, the sport in real life is a very dangerous sport. Yeah. So, okay. Sim racing. We have none of those weekend costs. Right. Yes. <laughs> we yes. Don't, we don't pay for fuel. We don't pay for a race team. We don't pay for tires. Jeez. <laughs> uh, we don't crash and die either. <laughs> That's it. Amen. Amen. We might, we might, we might sprain a thumb. Okay. <laughs> we might sprain a thumb because right. yeah, they, they, they are, they are equipment that mimics the real world in such yeah. that the forces that you feel mm. be strong. Okay. Okay. Uh, and that's more than likely for an inexperienced sim racer, someone who's just starting now. I'm more than likely. Well, if you come to turn one, we definitely will be turning down our force feedback for someone who is just starting off. Okay, but so it gives most, you, like so when you say force feedback, so you you I, so you get the feel. So I'm getting into because I know one of the questions that you were going to ask is you said you had a few questions and I could pick your brain. You're probably wanting me to walk you through what it really looks like. So okay, there is a screen in front of you. You are sitting in. Imagine your car with nothing around, everything stripped. So you're sitting in the seat and you have your pedals and your steering wheel. Everything else is stripped. Okay. So that is what you have as your hardware. Okay. The software now, like I like I just so apart from the apart from the car manufacturers involvement in this sport, mm -hmm. every other entity in real world that you could think of that might play an intricate part in making a sim title feel real is involved. Mm. The tracks that we drive on virtually are laser scanned by the Pharaoh. Laser scanned. I'm telling you, every single crack, every bump, every curb, every, every graffiti painting that is on the racetrack or besides it, it is what we see in the title. In real life. In <laughs> it is that detailed. Right. It is that detailed. And the thing is, I'm I'm not sorry. Go ahead, go ahead, brother. Yes, yeah, sorry. So all that put together, mm -hmm. the visuals with your tracks being laser scanned, and the equipment that I just mentioned. Mm -hmm. The most important thing there is probably your steering wheel and pedals. Okay. Mm -hmm. I mean, your 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 sitting could be, you know, it could vary. But the most yeah. important thing is your steering wheel and pedals. Okay. Depending on the on the <laughs> price that you paid for them. Of course, yep. <laughs> Depending on the price that you paid for them is what level of equipment you'd have and the amount of information that you'll get back. More expensive, obviously, more information you'll get. That's it. When, when I say information, I'm telling you it is to the finest detail that you could feel the car under you slipping, or you could feel when you go over a curb, you could feel when you touch the grass, you could feel when your traction controls 
is activated. You could feel when your ABS is activated. You like when you skid, um, like every single thing, every single aspect of driving and controlling this car is what you feel to your steering wheel and pedals. That is how the technology works. Wow. Does it does it have like an ocular piece? No, no. The next so, level, the uh -huh. next level to what is available is VR. That is what you're talking about. No, for sim racing, if you try, if you're if you were racing with a screen in front of you and then tried VR, you can't use you can't use the screen again. Right. It is it is a matter of night and day the experience that you get from VR. It is a <laughs> it is it is already immersive. The visuals that we get, meaning that and depending on the amount of money that you spend on your setup. You could have your setup with screens that wrap all around you so you could see at the side of your car. Mm. That is only a few people. Most of us only have a, a screen as large as we could get mm -hmm. that is in front of us. So there's only so much amount of real estate that we get to see from side to side. You're right. But, no. but, it, but if you have bank and you could invest in side screens too. Or, or if you do try VR, Mm -hmm. If you do ever get the chance to sim race in VR, the notion of being able to look left and look right at your opponents is a game changer. Wow. It's a game changer. <laughs> it's a game changer. I'll tell so, you that. So if I get 360 inches, I'm in here killing them. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Yo, say, so um you see now like, i knew this was gonna happen because we did we did such a deep dive i myself got super passionate and excited about it i'm looking at the time i'm like okay hold on we need we need to, <laughs> to, to start winding we need to start bringing this bringing this to, because i'm telling you and i strongly encourage kai i feel like we got to make a, a road trip i think that's we got to make a road trip we gotta I'm, go out I'm with that. all right um I think there this just 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 to to wrap this whole thing up because it's it's one thing it was like it's going to be this there's definitely going to be a part two where we talk about the experience we might even have to broadcast live from there I, I we got to figure this out but now so for people who are listening that. now appreciate that. <laughs> so for people who are listening and they're like okay mm -hmm. all right what like they either our brothers and sisters who are in Ontario or even those who are in Quebec and they they're they're passionate enough um and they want to come down they want to come check you out we we need to share some contact info how do they get in contact with you and how does it work? Like, how does it work to, like, you know, do they have to register? Do they become a member? Do you just pay to play? Like, how does that work? Well, all the information is on the website. The website is turn one, number one, mm -hmm. simracing.ca. And main email contact is info at turn one simracing.ca. Okay. Our business line is 519 so seven eight zero 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 three. And there are plans to have uh, memberships. Um, no, as much as I'm a tech, tech, you know, tech type of person, mm -hmm. taking on this project, the three directors. I'm the technical one, okay. so most of the technical stuff was left on me. And I, well, we we collectively decided to not bite off more than we could chew. Mm -hmm. in terms of what we said we were going to deliver to the public. Okay. We wanted to cross those hurdles step by step. Good. So why it is that we, that we didn't start with tears and stuff, because we are learning a new complicated software. We spent 
a significant amount of time and money mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. on a on our booking module. Yes. Uh, we are grateful for the for for having the opportunity to meet the company that we went with. They're called Book Now. Mm-hmm. So our booking module is designed to make the entire booking process seamless for the customer. Beautiful. Um, so no, you don't have to no, you don't have to be a member, but if it is that you are planning on visit, we encourage you to book ahead because the walk-ins are not guaranteed. They're exactly be filled at the time. Yeah. So our booking module allows you to choose your date and time at your convenience. Our pricing is also dynamic. So depending on what time, what day of the week, what time of day you book, pricing is different. Yes. There is pricing there for groups. There's pricing, there's dynamic pricing there for the amount of hours. You book, the more hours you book, the less you pay. So yeah, it is extensive and it is a new software that we all are learning. So that is the reason why it is that we will be implementing memberships and different tiers of memberships in the coming months brother this is honestly what what you guys have done what you have created again congratulations on the launch and the open and you see i, I appreciate you you guys are taking the time to you know to to grow things and you know to just to make sure you, you're crossing your t's down your eyes so to speak i definitely envision i don't know if it's your vision but i would love to see turn one across canada um i think there yes, should be a, i think yes, there should be a turn yes, one in every vision. city yes it is our vision i was gonna say before i gave out the information but i knew uh, dealing with with our our business's priority, but there is a similar operation in Montreal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. Okay. There's a similar case in Montreal. So mm-hmm. earlier, when it is that you said that we were the first, we're not the first, mm-hmm. and we are still not the first in Ontario. There, there, there was one before, just before the pandemic. He actually closed during the pandemic um, mm-hmm. and did not did not open, oh. did not reopen. Okay, sorry. But it is still good to know that we we might be in the forefront of the discussion when it is that this conversation is taken to the government. Brother, you should, what do you mean you that, might be? You definitely <laughs> should be at the forefront. How do you mean? <laughs> yeah. We're humbled. We're, we're, we're humbled by the opportunity. And just in keeping in context with what we're doing and, you know, in the... We are grateful to have had this had this opportunity, one, to be able to offer Guelph and the surrounding cities where we live, first and foremost, mm-hmm. this opportunity to, you know, to, to get involved in this sport. Mm-hmm. One parent agreed and, you know, she was adamant. She was like, if it is one sport that I'm going to get my child into, it's sim racing because it's mm-hmm. nice, clean, fun. And I, right. couldn't, I couldn't agree with her more. Mm-hmm. I couldn't agree with her more. Yeah. So we're just grateful and humbled to be able to offer this to, you know, first and foremost, Guelph and surrounding cities. And as you rightfully mentioned, the vision is to take it all across Canada um, in as many cities as we can. Brother, you know, yeah, I, you... Second, that. I mm-hmm. second that. I be, I'm, <laughs> I'm your two in agreement right now to God, because I, I love that. I that you literally take over the entire place with this because mm-hmm. this is what the people need. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yep. Ah, uh, this is beautiful. So now, uh, this has been a fun, exciting, very invigorating. Thank you for bringing this uh, to the community, and again, just just creating for those who might not even have been aware that it existed, right? Yep. So thank you for creating that. Now you yep. guys know. 
how I love to how I love to close up uh, these these parley with the peoples. Um, this is the Empower Hour show, so we do like to have our guests leave our listeners with some kind of empowering words. So let me put you on the spot here. What kind of words would you like to leave with our listeners today? It's probably gonna sound cliche, but to the youngsters and to anyone out there, not not necessarily youngsters, but more more for the youngsters because they are the future. Mm. Yeah. Just trust in yourself. Mm. Just trust in trust in what you know. Mm-hmm. Trust in what you know. Stay on the right path. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but I can't say that as Canadian as I probably should, but stay on the right path. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um as a Rastafarian, mm-hmm. it is important to practice what I preach. Mm. I can't be looking one way, saying something else, and doing something else. Mm. We practice what we preach. Mm. And as I just mentioned, how humbled we are to have this opportunity. And in closing, like I said, just just trust in yourself and stay on the right path. Yo, yeah. Thanks. I give thanks. Brother, again, it had this has been a very fun uh, interview. I have to say, it's uh, it's opened some things. I'm I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna talk to my children as soon as I get off, just to see what they're about. Um, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. See if they know about this. Plug them to some sites. Let's see if they have an interest. Because I know we did that. We did football. My son got a concussion. He stopped doing that. We're like you know, like so this could be it. My daughter, she loves. She loves. She's into video games. You never know. Um, yep. But anyways, yep. this has yep. been an awesome, yep. awesome. Yep. So again, as we're closing up, I uh, thank you for being on, uh, Brother Robinson. I, I give thanks for having me, Brother Fair. Give thanks. Give thanks. That's love. That's love. And again, listeners, we appreciate you guys. Thank you for always tuning in. Thank you for supporting Parley with the people. Queen Kaya, nice to meet you. Peace.